This is the Mark Stucheski Podcast. Dave Bruel, welcome to the show. What's going on, Mark? How you doing? Hey, you know, I love talking shop with other productivity nerds like myself. <laughs> and we're going to talk a lot of shop here on the show. Yes, sir. You are-, are you hyped up for uh, for uh, Tony Robbins? Oh, yes. This Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, do not call me. I will be doing UPW virtual for 12 to 40 hours a day, whatever. It's 54 hours over four days. I'm super excited about it. I'm all registered for it, but uh, it's not here yet. I'm excited, but it's not here yet. But I can tell you that I I thank you for sending me a copy of your book. I don't know why I just held it up to the the camera because this is an audio-only podcast. Dave wrote a book called Done by Noon, How to Achieve More by Noon Than Other Entrepreneurs in a Full Day. And I like how you said in the beginning of the book that people, when they got Tim Ferriss's four-hour work week, they go, wow, all they have to work for. No, 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 you don't have to just work four hours a week. He's talking about working smartly. You're talking about working smartly. And I think a lot of people, I, I agree with you, people like you and me get more done in just a couple hours than people get all day because we're intentional. We are very... um how do I want to say this? We are very purposeful, which is the same as intentional, but we really want to get things done and we have clarity. And I think a lot of people struggle with clarity because let's be honest, if you don't know what you have to do, the planning doesn't matter. Nothing else matters if you're not clear, correct? No, that's right. And, and that's a good point you're making about, you know, Tim's book. I think, you know, you, I think most people who like give the book a bad rap as people who actually haven't read it, read it. It's not about really, it's not about working four hours a week. It's a book about leverage. That's really what it is, right? And that's really what we wanted to do with Done by Noon. The thing, like anyone who reads the title of the book is going to say, it sounds like the four hour work week, but realistic. <laughs> that's all they're going to say. But the main thing, like we're, we're, we've been very, well, we stumbled onto the, the, the word or the title Done by Noon because it's, it's, it's the name of the time, you know, uh, organization framework that we have but we kind of realized that we, that was the name of a webinar that I had a few years ago to explain you know how to really manage your time and and the basics of the effect methodology and we realized that the opt-in rate for that webinar was absolutely insane like it was actually really really good and that's why like it became pretty much our most popular term and, and framework at, at effect and when we we decided to name the book you know done by noon because the thing is that it appeals to your most basic, I would say, motivations as an entrepreneur, which is, you know, freedom. And, you know, I, I believe pretty much most, if not all entrepreneurs started their own businesses for that one thing, for freedom. And in the book, we divide freedoms, uh, so the freedom into three freedoms, which are your freedom of time. So the ability to do uh, things when you want. Uh, your creative freedom, which is to create what you want, and um, also financial freedom, because obviously you want to be paid, you know, uh, paid uh, to 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 work on what you love to do, and and little by little, you know, as entrepreneurs, when you get in business and you start getting some success, you you drift, you know, from that that freedom for various reasons that we explain in the book. But, you know, it, it's all about reconnecting with that. And, and I think the title done by noon really appeals to that, that loss, you know, of freedom. Say, hey, you know, it would be nice to be 
uh, done by noon, right? So, yeah. Well, it's interesting. You also sent me a copy of your planner, which I'll be full, fully transparent. I didn't use it, and I'll tell you why. Great design planner, by the way. Here's my thing with planners. I like a little part of this planner, a little part of this planner, a little part of that planner. And obviously I can't get all the planners together and create my perfect planner. And I certainly don't want to create my own planner because as you know, it's <laughs> not an easy thing to do. So what I do is I am a big fan of the bullet journal and yep. the bullet journal is blank pages. And so I can take line from yours and line for this planner and line for that planner. Yes. And I can create my own planner. But the mm -hmm. whole point of a planner is and I like you to talk a little bit about your planner and about planning in general is when you write it down, so many people are going to their iPhones and their iPads and their their note-taking apps. And I think there's tremendous power of getting a pen and getting paper and actually putting your thoughts down there first. It becomes more real. If you just get your calendar and you just like you know, use your thumb to schedule a day, it really doesn't become real. Talk to us about that. Yeah, you're right. And 100%. You know, I think, I think people focus a lot on productivity, meaning like just putting things together or jamming things together and, and thinking that just a collection of hacks will make them productive. And I always use the analogy of working out, you know, a, a collection of exercises doesn't make a program. You know, there needs to be intention. There needs to be like, a reason why you're doing this exercise in a specific, you know, order. And it's the same thing, you know, with, 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 with the way I would say we, you, we have designed the planner is to have that framework is to have that structure, just like you would structure a workout, but that's there. And with, I agree with you on, on, you know, I, I use digital tools, you know, Google calendar, obviously in the book, we talk about a lot about how to organize, you know, that your, your schedule using Google calendar, but the physical, constraint of a physical planner when it comes to managing your workload that's important because like you cannot go over your your planner like you know there's there's only a limited number of pages there's only a limited number of space and of slots that you can fill daily right and we it's kind of an easy to to implement structure for for entrepreneurs and i always say that it's kind of the entrepreneur's brain on paper. It's like if we, if I could have the goal really was to summarize how entrepreneurs work, what you know, pitfalls they, they, they where they fall, and 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 what problems they have, and how to kind of take that all around chaos in the, between their two ears and transpose that into a paper format, and that's what we've done with. Uh, with the Epic Planner, with the Epic methodology, and the Epic Planner is the extension of, of that methodology. You got Facebook? Well, I am on Facebook. I have a Facebook page and I have a Facebook group, both under the name of Mr. Productivity. So if you are into Facebook, if you love Facebook, go look me up on Facebook. Just look for Mr. Productivity. Well, very well designed. And I will tell you one of the things I'm really a big proponent on is before we even talk about productivity, the people, the listener have to understand their why. Because once you know your why, it feeds your goals. And I'm a big proponent, and there's actually statistics to back this up. I don't have the numbers in front of me. That when you write your goals out every day, not think about them, not like on December 31st, your New Year's resolution. I mean, they have done studies that people who write their goals out every day on paper. Number one, they achieve those goals. 
but they are more productive and more successful because they are focusing on their goals every day and just said, oh, I'm thinking about my goals. So yeah. let's talk about the power of writing your goals down every day. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's in the book, we talked about, talk a lot about self-leadership, right? And one part of self-leadership is self-awareness. So the ability to put down, you know, put your goals on paper, but also track them, but track yourself as well in the process. You know, obviously there's a big part of self, you know, we put, you know, a lot of big emphasis on, on self-care, you know, in the book, in the planner as well, but also on, um, on the, the weekly recap, for example, which is looking at your, at your past week, looking at how, you know, what you did and, and, and what were your victories? What were your, um, what were your, your hurdles or the, the problems that you faced and how you will get better the next week? So that whole introspection you're doing every week makes you more aware on how you operate, you know, as a, as an entrepreneur. So obviously looking at that, looking at yourself, is a key component in order to understand how you operate, but also, and you said it right at, you know, at, uh, at the beginning, it's, it's you got to understand why you're doing things. You know, it's one thing to have goals, and I think you know it, it's it's important or mandatory as entrepreneurs to have you know very clear identified goals, but understanding why you 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 have these goals, you know, and I think a lot of dissatisfaction in the entrepreneurial space comes from the disconnection uh, of our goals with our values and what we, you know, and what we value as well, really. Um, more than often, we feel pressured by the entrepreneurial culture, which can be, can be toxic. We all know that. Um, but also, I, I, I talk about ambition appropriation, is that by being exposed to what other entrepreneurs are doing, most like social media is a great you know, is a great window, you know, to explore a window to d demonstrate what you do. But we're going to take ambitions that are, or are not our, ours, uh, you know, we're going to make them our own. And usually like, let's say you join a mastermind group and you say, oh, you need to do this and you're going to need to do that. And you're going to join, you're going to take a specific online course and it's going to tell you that's the only way to do it. It's just not true. I mean, there's just one way and it's your way. You know, you talk about the bullet journal because you have the self-awareness to understand what you react the best to and why, and, and that you can have now a paper format to actually, you know, have it on. The thing is that a lot of entrepreneurs don't have that self-awareness, you know, when they, they, they get started or even like experienced entrepreneurs because they were so busy doing that they never really stopped and to understand, you know, why. And there's no right or wrong. You know, that's why I talk about time freedom, but also I talk about financial freedom and the reasons why, you know, there's always reasons why we're attached to something. And some person can be very fine, you know, they find very driven by financial freedom for a specific reason. Some other people, like me, for example, my, my main freedom, the one that I seek the most is creative freedom because I'm a creative guy. And I realized that every single time, for example, in my career where I was not able to create, I was in a position to not create enough, I was losing, you know, I was not satisfied with, with my work. You know, I was losing my passion. I was losing my drive. And I realized that as long as I keep that creative time alive daily, I'm going to be fine. You know, obviously, the, in business, there's not just 
creation. Obviously, there's you know uh, you have to to run your business. You have to, to you know, obviously take care of the finances. You need to manage your time. You need to manage like a million things. But it's how well you can manage that according to what you do best, but also your own ambitions and um, and what 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 you truly want. You know. Mm. Couple of things I want to circle back on, so I don't forget in my wrote notes. It's really important when you get to the weekend, and I love how your planner is set up. Saturdays are to reflect on the week you just lived, mm-hmm. lessons learned, mistakes you made. What do you need to correct? And then Sundays should be looking ahead. So a lot of people look at it like, "Oh, the weekend is it's time to just." Uh, you know, kick back and binge watch Netflix. You can certainly do that, but do take the time to reflect on your week on Saturdays and plan on Sundays. And the other thing is about the bullet journal to your point, it works for me. Most people look at my bullet journal and like blank pages, then it's not for you. You need something like the Epic planner because you need someone to guide you. I've been doing this for like 20 years, so I can deal with the bullet journal and I can use it. But if that scares you, or if you're just going to go, because there's no prompts, what do I do? Then don't do the bullet journal. Go get the Epic Planner because you need someone to guide you. It's like working out, Mark. Like, I mean, you know, you you and I, let's say, would go to work out together and you're an experienced, uh, you know, uh, gym goer and you know your way around, you know what sets you need to do based on your goals, et cetera. And someone who's a newbie who's brand new at it, it's going to be like, tell me what to do, you know, give me a program that I can follow. And even if you're not there, I can follow it. Right. And that's kind of the same essence. You know, that's, that's the, like the area that I'm from, you know, that's that I come from the sports performance. I have a sports performance background. So that influenced the way that I operate as an entrepreneur tremendously. So this is always, I always thought, you know, in, in, in workouts and, and, and sports performance, you know, with, with, giving these analogies or with these analogies in mind in order to uh, plan the way I, or, you know, dictate the way I operate as an entrepreneur. And I realized that that's a way to do that works well, you know, with, with, with entrepreneurs, because obviously we want to perform, uh, we want to do it sustainably as well. You know, I think that's, that's just another thing. You see a lot of newbie beginners who go to the gym, they're going to start lifting weights all the time, seven days a week. And then they realize that, well, how come I'm not gaining as much muscle as the guy who seems to be working out, you know, three to four times a week, but he's working like actually because he has the right program. He has a plan. He, and he does all the things around. Well, it's well planned. You know, he hasn't tried to optimize before he actually, uh, structured. And you see that a lot too. You know, a lot of guy taking like creatine thinking they're going to build big muscles without working out. Guess what? It doesn't happen like that. You need to structure before you optimize and not, you know, not the other way around. I get it. You want productivity tips, but your email inbox is, well, out of control. When you follow Mr. Productivity on Telegram Messenger, you'll receive daily bite-sized productivity tips delivered to your phone or desktop for free. Let me help you become more productive, step-by-step, day-by-day. Follow Mr. Productivity on Telegram today. What's interesting when I read the part of your book about, you know, you shouldn't do the same exercise all the time. And I, I felt kind of convicted because I'm a daily runner. So since August 29, 2017, I have been running at least one mile every day. I mean, I run every day, one to three miles and I love running, but what I know a lot, let's go back, tying into the journal is I listen to my body. So some days they run fast. 
Some days I run slow. When I'm doing UPW this weekend, I will run one mile in the morning before UPW starts. And I listen to my body. Now, I probably should do other exercises, but I have this goal to run every day at least one mile until the age of 100. I'll be turning 56 on June 21st. So, wow. But I pace myself. People go, how do you run every day? Well, it starts with day one, then day two, then day 50, day day 100. How do you get to be a better planner? You start planning on purpose, day one, day two, day 50, day 100. So you got to start someplace. And yeah. I mean, you have to listen to Dave. You got to listen to me. You got to listen to Tony. You got to listen to Brendan Burchard. And nobody has all the answers figured out. What you got to do is you got to listen to all of us and go, okay, that resonates with me. And this resonates with me kind of like an a la carte. I think people are becoming hoarders of information. They're, they're yeah. listening to all the experts and they're getting all the books and they're getting confused because we all don't say the same things. And then like, they get overwhelmed. They don't do anything. Am I wrong on that? No, 100%. And, you know, that's the thing with the Done by Noon framework and, and the Epic Methodology as a whole. We're giving some, some, some guidelines. We're giving you a framework, but that framework is flexible. Like, that doesn't mean, like, for, and that, that we showed, like, the question that we ask for Done by Noon is that if you would be Done by Noon every day, if you had to be Done by Noon every day, how would you structure your day? Knowing that you cannot wake up at 2 a.m. in the morning, you know? So... Obviously, it's going to force you to understand, you know, how you work, what, what you work on, what needs to go, what needs to stay, what needs to be um, optimized, and the way you're going to structure that within your day. That doesn't mean that you're done by noon and then done. You know what I mean? It's flexible. You can if you want to. I know for myself, like, technically, I'm done by noon where all the things that need to be done in my business to make it grow sustainably and have, you know, yeah, good growth is, is done by noon. However, that's not the way I like it to be. I'm a creative guy. I love to create, you know what I mean? And for me, because it's an important part, that's the part of freedom that I'm seeking. A lot of my time is based, is, is made of creation. You know, I love creating, right? And that's the thing. It needs to be flexible. It needs to be adapted to your own context. And people forget about context. There's no way that something that works for me might work for you. The basis, you know, the basics will always. However, it's like, no, it's the same thing with a workout. I know for a fact that if you do squats, bench press and deadlift, you will get results because that's the base. However, that doesn't mean because I'm doing this fancy exercise this specific way because it hits my muscles because of my own biomechanics, a specific way that it will work for you as well. You know what I mean? But that only comes through self-awareness and by doing. And you don't know until you actually do it. So that's why it's it's you have to do it in order to uh, to understand. And that's the thing with planning. You know, I think a lot of people over plan. You see a lot of people having a very nice drawings, very nice and clean planners, but they spend their whole time planning and not enough in your doing. Yep. And you got to allow yourself to uh, be exposed to that. You know, you got to expose yourself to what works and what doesn't work and you, you will fail. And sometimes you will, you know, feel burnt out. And that's all part of the, of the process. You know what I mean? The key is to realize that, to understand, to track. If you don't track, this is when, you know, what should have been temporary becomes permanent is when the burnout that you're like, okay, whoa, now I understand it's been three weeks in a row and my energy levels are low. 
and my drive has not been hasn't been great understand why it's happening and making the changes instead of not looking at that and not tracking and you know keep keeping you know keep drifting and the thing is that one more than often it's too late if you operate like that so i think the frequency of the frequent the more frequently you're going to check in on yourself the more frequent you're going to be realigning Mm. and the frequency of, of of alignment of realignment is key in my opinion for you know just overall fulfillment and productivity for yourself as an entrepreneur. Not to mention life happens. Uh, I remember a couple months ago, yeah. we lost pot, we lost um internet. Somebody <laughs> you know sliced through our cable. Cut the cable. And, and and I didn't have internet. So, yeah, I was kind of not happy and I wasn't very productive for the 4 days because you know, I could only, I could hotspot with my phone, but you know that the speed is really slow. So life is going to happen. You're going to get sick. Someone's going to have to go to the hospital. You know, things are going to happen. And if you go, well, I'm not done by noon. I have international coaching clients, as you do probably as well. And you know, before noon, you can't say, well, listen, I'm operating by done by noon. So all my appointments have before noon. And I'm so glad you said that. That's not what you're saying. That's not what you're saying. So I've coached. Well, that, that, that's what you're going to think if you haven't read the book. That's the problem. <laughs> you know, and that's the same thing. If you haven't read the four hour work week, you're going to think that Tim Ferriss works, you know, an hour every other day. That's, that's not what, 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 you know, that's not the reality, right? So you got to understand like your own context and think, as you said, you know, things happen. And if you don't, that's, that's the other problem too with productivity. I think a lot of, of, of methodologies, rely on just collection of tactics and when one thing you haven't done your seven step morning ritual while your whole day is completely you know messed up you don't want that that's not the way you want to operate even for us like we have a self-care routine and we're like listen you can make it a daily or a morning routine if you want and if you can the key here is consistency. You have to fit the fit these items through your day. It's like you said with running. The key is not just to keep doing the same things all the time. The key is that you are consistent on the long term. You know, and it doesn't matter if you run an hour for an hour or run for 15 minutes. You know that the goal is that you have had your, you know, run today and it's the consistency and over the course of a year mark will have run you know i don't know thousand kilometers you know maybe maybe more probably more actually but you know it's all about consistency and that's how because your goal is to do it until you're 100 well guess what it will it's it's part of what needs to be done in order to live to 100 you need to be physically fit so you know all these things compound over time it's like interest and um, yeah, you know, yeah, I think instead of being focused on the short-term results, on the short-term gratification, you have to look at the big picture. That's actually the exercise that that's step number one in the methodology. You know, it's like have the big picture, understand what it is, and from there, let's start reverse engineering to the actual action that you're going to be performing next. You know, and and it's not going to be perfect at first. But the more you're going to do it, the better you're going to be, the better you're going to get, and the more you know, disciplined, consistent you're going to become, and the more success. And success is really when you're aligned. 
That's what success is. You know, it, it's not quantified by, it can be quantified by an amount of money, but more than often it's not. It's really quantified as, you know, your direct alignment to your big picture, what you truly want ultimately and how well you are aligned, you know, and as if it's as close to zero degrees as, you know, as it can, well, that's how you measure success because the, the shortest way to get somewhere is in a straight line. And you get that with perfect alignment and, and knowing that it's never going to be perfect. Well, the book is called Done by Noon, How to Achieve More by Noon Than Other Entrepreneurs in a Full Day. Now, if you're not an entrepreneur, most of my listeners are entrepreneurs, uh, you can still get value out of this book. So don't say, I'm not an entrepreneur. It doesn't apply to me. Yeah, it will apply to you. You want to get more stuff done? Go get this book. I have read it. I actually read the entire book. I can vouch for it. It's a great book. So where can we find out where, where can we get the book and where can we find out more about you and what you're doing in the world? Yeah, so you can uh, take a look at our website, effic.co, E-F-F-I-C.co. That's our company website. Uh, donebynoonbook.com to grab a copy of the book. We're actually handing out free copies right now. We got limited quantities left for, for free copies. Uh, you can grab it on Amazon as well. Um, and yeah, look me up on social media if you want to connect at Dave Ruel, D-A-V-E-R-U-E-L. And, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm always here and available. So there you go. Well, I appreciate it. Obviously you're in Canada cause I can see the Montreal Canadians, uh, Jersey. Yes. Big day yesterday, by the way, big day. Oh, did they win? Yeah. Uh, so they beat the, 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 the Toronto Maple Leafs game seven. Uh, so it was like, it's, it, so they're moving to the second round now. They're going to pay the Winnipeg Jets. And yeah, we're uh, ecstatic. And obviously my accent is probably betraying me, but uh, yeah, I'm French Canadian. <laughs> so obviously you weren't very productive during the game, but that's okay. You were productive during the day because <laughs> I know when I watch sports, I'm not very productive. I'm yelling at the TV set. The players that I watched yesterday were productive because they achieved the goal that is set for themselves, which is winning the series. And I'm, I'm super happy about it. I'm a mega Habs fan. I'm a Montreal Canadiens but but they weren't uh, done yeah. by noon, obviously, because they played at night. <laughs> oh, no, they're not. Yeah, no, 100%. Well, Dave, thank you so much for being on the show. Great to have you here. Thank you, Mark. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mark Stuchowski Podcast. I really hope it served you well today. Now head on over to my website, mrproductivity.com. Sign up to be a free Mark Stuchowski Insider. Get my top five productivity tips for entrepreneurs. Absolutely free. It's my gift to you. And until tomorrow, my friend, go be productive.